Hi, it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And this is the last episode of February. It has been a short month. Obviously, we know it's short, but it's been super fast. Oh, it's been the exact opposite for me. Really? February just kind of drug out. And it wasn't a bad dragging. Mm-hmm. It was just a, a extended month due to a couple of things. It's been raining and snowing in Southern California. It has. I mean, legit snowing. Yeah, like real fluffy yeah. white snow falling from the sky and building up on the lawn, on the cars and everything else. Just crazy. Yeah. So on one of my Instagram accounts, my personal one, I shared some of our fun that we had. So literally on Saturday, we're driving back from a spot in LA County and it was so cool because we're on the 210 going eastbound and it was raining. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, is that snow? And I've never, ever driven in snow. And there was like flurries of snow and it was so, I mean, I, I'd never seen it. I've always seen it in movies or other people's, you know, social media. But to be in it driving, I wasn't even scared to drive in it. Right, and then when I took pictures, it just, it looks so beautiful to see. I mean, literally, almost golf-sized snowflakes falling from the sky. That's just, it's insane. Yeah, and then where we live on the golf course, the whole golf course was covered in in white snow. And uh, I don't know how, well... Families crossed over the gates and (laughs) kids were sledding on the the little hills. It was just so cool to see. Yeah. So if you want to get a good look at that uh, snowing in Southern California, you can check out Jen's Instagram page. And uh, what's the name of that one? Uh, Jen the Builder underscore Elevate. Yeah. You can check it out there. I think I posted something uh, on the Shameless Band Instagram page as well and Facebook. but. Yeah, check it out and enjoy what we enjoyed over the weekend. So speaking of Instagram on Take the Elevator underscore podcast, we are four away from giving the $100 away. Uh-oh. So all we need are four people to follow. Um, and then we're going to do a raffle live. And so that's going to be fun. So I'm sure it's going to be this week. So If you're not already following us and you do follow the podcast, which we appreciate, by the way, uh, go on, take the elevator underscore podcast and let's, let's give this money away. Yeah. Why not? It's hard for me to not spend it. It would, (laughs) it would greatly relieve me from the pressure of holding on to it. (laughs) So back to what you're saying. So I get that February um, lagged for you and, for me, because the weekends have been so busy mm-hmm. and we had that short week because of President's Day and it's been busy at work, I feel like I'm just nonstop. So I think that's why it's like, wow, February's already come and gone. I haven't had a day to really rest. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's been no rest in February. I will tell you that off the top. But it's just been one of those months that just had so much going on. And it's not really a lot, but it feels like a lot because there's meetings and, and 
more meetings and some of the meetings have meetings. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I'm trying to do the shameless band and then we're trying to do the podcast and it's like, whoa, buddy, yeah. it's just a whole bunch of stuff. So my week slows down when there's that much stuff to do on different fronts. Yeah. Well, you know, one of my highlights for the month was watching a rom-com um what was it called again, Gory? Maybe I do. Maybe I do. And it was so refreshing. So speaking of rom-coms, I said to you, Corey, hey, what do you think about an episode called Failure to Launch? Which is a great um, rom-com with Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson, I believe. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is one of my favorite actors. Not my favorite, but one, one of, of He's up there. But yeah, I thought that, that uh, title would be an awesome and wonderful episode to cover, Failure to Launch. And she asked me, what does that mean to you? And as I explained it to her, she began to, you know, give me the the nod of approval, like, yes, you're on the right track. So We're I think, on the I, same page. Yeah, I think we can do this and, and, and make it good for everybody. Yeah. So years ago, when we were going to the gym, one of the staff there told us, you know, it's always super busy come January into February. March is when it starts to die down. And I looked up a couple of things and they say that when people start the new year with some strong resolutions, usually by that third month, it's non-existent or they've <laughs> kind of just it's quits put on hold yeah quits i like that <laughs> so i think failure to launch is quite appropriate and so there were some things that came up this month i think definitely for me and i believe for you Corey. so where i wanted to go with it was something that i learned this month actually because i'm starting to write more which is a beautiful challenge that you gave me yes i did and um usually i'm like Cool. Challenge accepted. You know, uh, that like moves me yeah. and it fires me up. But this challenge, I didn't actually respond that way because this is a challenge that I knew was literally a challenge, something that I am not fond of doing. Yeah. And so when you challenge me to write in your newsletter for the band and then we have a wonderful friend who asked me if I would write monthly and then for my team, I write a small article every month as well. It's a whole lot of writing for someone who procrastinates on that. And so I, I just want to share. <laughs> I can't wait to tell them what I told you, but go ahead. You want to say it now? Because I don't know what you're talking about. Well, no, because if anybody knows Jen, they, they know that Jen likes to wait to the last minute to uh, do things um, because it's inspiring and it brings her more creativity to have to be slammed against the wall and press and press and press. But uh, as of late, she's realized, like, there's just too much on her plate to be waiting that long. Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes you forget a couple of things that may be a little important. And so waiting just might not be the right thing to do, which is kind of what we're talking about as far as failure to launch. But go ahead. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone can relate to what I'm saying, when you've had the one or two things, you're like, okay, I'm good. So my story has always been, I love pressure. And when I'm creating anything, I'm doing a lot of thinking during the process, brainstorming, doing all that wonderful stuff. And I have it all in my head. And literally the day that something's due or when I'm actually presenting is the day I put it out on paper or on my computer screen, right? Right. 
And it's always worked for me. And so this time around, I no longer have one or two things. I have like six, seven, eight things, right? And so you're right, Corey, that doesn't work. The thing with writing, and I'm going to be vulnerable in this, is I've always thought I do better shooting from the hip, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like spawn, being spontaneous is everything that speaks to me. To be organized has always been something that I felt um, takes away from your creativity. It's mm. no longer free flowing. It's kind of stale. There's no fun in that. And I had to think about it and I listened to someone else's podcast and she said this, that when people procrastinate, it's really because the thing that they're holding off on is the thing that stresses them out. So no one ever voluntarily says, Ooh, I want to be stressed out. Right. Right. And I a hundred percent agree, especially in my case. So the thing with writing is this, it slows me down to where I really have to think about my thoughts and be intentional about the structuring of my, my sentences. And I am a little much because I want what's written to actually sound like I'm speaking it. You know what I mean? So totally. But the thing is, is now that I'm writing these newsletters and I can't procrastinate because it's not working in my favor and I don't want to intentionally stress myself out. So I'd rather get it done is I'm enjoying the writing process. Um, and I was very much at a failure to launch. Uh, and I made every reason to not start it off. Like I was either too busy or I don't need to do that. Like who, that's not my style. It may be for other people, but it's not mine. Right. And I just want to say this before we get too much deeper into this subject, that it's nothing wrong with understanding or learning that this is not something that's going to be beneficial long term. Sometimes we have to hit the wall in order to know that we have to climb over it to keep moving. Some people just don't get that. Some people think, you know, I hit the wall. I'm just going to stop and quit right here. No, that's just an obstacle. We're going to climb it. We're going to recover and we're going to keep it moving. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And now my perspective is this, is if there's something that I keep putting off and I no longer say, oh, I'm Jen and I'm a procrastinator. Actually, I'm Jen and I have a habit right now of putting things off or I have a habit of procrastinating on writing. Um, and that doesn't tie me to being that it ties me to actually having a chance to changing that habit. Right. You know what I mean? And so I have intentionally created things around that to not stress myself out over it. And we've talked about stress techniques and, and coping and things like that. But I just wanted to share that, that if you're experiencing a failure to launch and typically it's because you're a procrastinator or no, I'm sorry, you're not a procrastinator. You have a habit of procrastinating right now. Um, really look at that and see what's stressing you out about it. And I'm pretty sure we're probably on the same page about it stressing us out. Absolutely. Well, I guess that can, my stress is, is was tied to one of our offspring. Oh no, you're going to, okay, you're going to do this. Okay, I, I'm with you. I am going. So <laughs> buckle up because this is going to get intense. Not uh, not intense in the way of, of stress, because I'm not stressed anymore. So 
What I've noticed about the younger generation, not just young people, and and, and I won't even say the whole inter, uh, generation. I'm just going to say about a few of the uh, yeah. young people in, in today's time. And my middle child, who bear with me, because I was really going through it for a long period of time, some years, with um, his lack of dating, his lack of relationship. And I'm not going to get too deep and too personal into this man's personal life. But what I am going to say is that I felt like there was a problem. I felt like that there was things that could be happening and going on and things that could not be happening and not going on. And most people would say, well, Corey, that's not your place anyway. Why would you be that concerned about someone else, especially if they're grown? Well, let me talk to you about that just a little bit, because we have every intentions on giving every beneficial and every um, prospering piece of advice and information to all of our children, no matter how old, no matter how wise they may appear to be, we're always giving of ourselves so that we can assist them. And so what I noticed was that um, he was just not moving towards that direction. And it began to bother me. What I didn't know was that it was also wearing on him. And so I'll say about a month ago, I really brought that conversation up and and had that conversation with Jen. And Jen is not the one that I should have had that conversation with. But this is what I will say. She was very supportive in what I was asking and what I was talking to her about. So if there's any men listening and you have sons and and you're going down this path, just know this. More than just you are thinking about this, because Jen was actually thinking about it, too. And I want I want her to speak on that just a little bit. But before I hand it over to her, I just want to say that um, this process was so stressful for me because I just really want to see my all my children happy. I want to see them with someone that they really care about. They really love. I don't want to just see them in a relationship that's going to be uh temporary and something just to make me happy so that it was multiple levels of of stress that I was dealing with. Jen, you want to? Yeah. Well, I'd like to dig deeper on behalf of anyone who might be listening in a single. Absolutely. Um, If you can give us more insight as to why being in a relationship, particularly like dating relationship is so critical for you because couldn't he have been, happy without dating? Absolutely. Um, There are people who have determined that they don't want to be in relationships and that they would rather be by themselves. There are some people who find love in other things, um, creatures in particular, like animals or, you know, bugs or, you know, whatever it may be. They they have a more, uh, a higher fondness towards those things than people. And I get that, you know, and and no, I'm not talking about on a sexual level. I'm talking about just, you know, would rather be around those things more than people. Um, but that's not what he had, uh, my son had expressed to me uh, when he had talked about being in a relationship. And so 
the reason why it was so critical was because I was watching um, his level of communication with the particular type of people that he wanted to be around start to diminish. And I seen um, communication issues and I'm thinking you, you got to change what you're doing if you okay. want to stop this. So uh, that makes more sense. So he had talked about wanting to be in a relationship. Yes. And you saw him taking steps back from that because he was having some social skills issues. Yes. Particularly communicating. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. And that's even a fill in the gap moment for me. Because when you talked to me about the relationship, I thought like you had in your mind as dad, like a kind of timeline that you'd like to see him aspire to go according to, you know what I mean? But now I understand that you both had a conversation. So I get it. Um, You had asked my take on it. Is that what you wanted me to share? Yes. Okay. So I, before I share, I do want to say this. When you had shared some of your concerns, it was actually a second time with me there and my mom was there. And I loved what she said, by the way, about him. And she said, you know, Corey, maybe he's just taking a little longer. He's always kind of been the last on things. Mm -hmm. You know, he's grown up slowly. He's figured it out slowly. And so... She brought that out, and you're like, okay, yeah, I, I understand that. Um, and you had emphasized to her the importance of him being in a relationship. So not that she was giving him passes, but I thought her empathy was just outstanding. So as far as mom yeah. listening to that, me, mom, um, it really helped me see all perspectives from yours, right. hers, and mine, right? What I loved about this, though, because you said, oh, my gosh, I I was praying about this, and then all of a sudden it's happening, right? Right. So literally within that week, um, he kind of upped it a couple of notches with someone that he had been talking to, and so that's been great to see. What I think's happened there, and this is what I've learned in my life, speaking of failure to launch, is sometimes as parents or even me as your spouse at one point when you know we shared the story about your drinking habit and how I just wanted to control it and it wasn't for me to control. And the moment I surrendered that and said it has nothing to do with me and everything to do with him, that's when things are actually ha um, able to take place. So I don't know if that moment was a point of surrender for you where you're like, I can't control this, but I kind of felt like it might have been. Well, I, I know and I knew that I could not con I could not control this. And I'm being very uh, specific about the words that I'm using because I want the people listening to know that this was not about control. This had nothing to do with control. This had everything to do with wanting to see our child, my child happy and seeing him mm. flourishing and blooming in his life. And I know as a man, when something's missing from me, how it affects me over time. And so if I'm not getting that, 
you know, thing that I'm saying, this is what I want. This is what I need. And not only do I want it, I know I need this to be a part of my life. I know what begins to happen. You start having mm-hmm. doubts. You start having insecurities. You start having second thoughts on what everybody else is saying and what everybody else is doing. And it's working for them, but it's not working for me. What's wrong with me? And that's that's when you go down that really dark alley. And so um, I watched him fine tune and adjust some of his behaviors. I mean, even with the way he had began to communicate with us, he decided that he was going to start spending more time out and about and talking and being right. open and being vulnerable with with his feelings to, to me and to you as well. And so that just created a whole nother space for him to operate in, which I think helped open him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, too, what you did was really define what a support system looks like. Uh, I'm not going to speak for all moms, but for me as a mom, I can be nurturing a little too much. And so what that nurturing consists of is he'll figure it out. Just be there for him. And then from a dad's perspective, you had the hard conversations and you brought back things that he shared with you and it let him know you were listening and it let him know that you were there for him and you wanted to see it happen. And um, you were, um, the support you gave him didn't allow for an excuse for it to not happen. You really called him on it and, and supported him and encouraged him to let him know, like you got this and don't let this keep dragging or don't let it keep not having um what's the word any movement on it right right so So, yeah i'm not the kind of father or husband or friend uh and even more so family member i'm not that kind of person that's going going to listen to you tell me the things you want to do the things that you aspire to do goals you want to achieve and then just say, all right, well, good luck. I hope that works out for right. you. You know, if you're telling me, then you're clearly telling me for a reason. So I, I want to make sure that I'm uh, optimizing every possible way to help you um, reach those goals and, and make it to that next level. Otherwise, it's probably not a good idea to tell me because <laughs> I'm just not the guy that just sits around and go, okay, well, good luck with that. So true. And so with someone like you, um, very rarely do I have a failure to launch moment. It may be a failure to launch on time, but it definitely <laughs> becomes the thing. So um, there were a lot of nuggets in this episode from, you know, relationships, how you support one another, how you move from procrastinating and really understanding what that, what that is and setting things up in place. So you, don't have a failure to launch moment. So if you find yourself with resolutions that you set for 2023 and you're not quite started or you're not quite where you want to be, um, hopefully there's a few things here that have landed for you that you can explore more of. Yeah. And if you have questions about things that we're talking about, please feel free to reach out because we're not professionals, but we know what we know and that that we can help with, we will. Um, and if you need further assistance and we'll, you know, help point 
in the uh, in the right direction so that you can get the professional help that you may need. Yeah. So I hope February was good for you. Uh, super fast for me, super long for Corey. But I think we both agree, Corey, that uh, a little tired this month. Very tired. So hopefully March we find some time to re-up, reset, re-energize, and we catch another wind. And I hope you guys enjoyed the Black History information that was shared. I hope you enjoyed yes. the guests that we had uh, from uh, Amanda to Lee and then to our daughter, Michaela. We hope that you enjoyed all the episodes and including yeah. the ones where it was just Jen and I like today. Well, we just thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening and enjoying all this stuff that we have to offer for you. And even when it gets real silly and you just laugh along with us, we love that part as well. Well, you know us that take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. Every day.